Welcome back to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're discussing season four, episode 12, Laboring, written by Roland Jones and directed by Adam Davidson. Air date, February 3rd. Oh my God, I put 2000. 2023? Sure did. <laughs> 2010? 10. Yes. Thanks, Liz. This is the penultimate episode. It was heavy. Yeah. We figured. I told you it wasn't going to be easy. No. I'm anticipating next week. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, In this episode, tensions in town run high as the Panthers-Lions game approaches. Coach has bad news for Luke. Tammy considers any public apology and Vince is persuaded to seek revenge. Coach has bad news for Luke. Like... (laughs) It's five seconds of the episode. BT dubs, you can't play in the game. Right. And he's like, I pretty much figured that. So thanks. Right, right. Okay. So let's start with football and coach. The game is set to take place. We have the Panthers versus the Lions. We've been waiting for this. Yes. You've been the waiting for it. Season. The whole season. entire season. Since episode one, since coach has been the, the coach of the Lions. Correct. Yeah. And so this game is set to take place the day after Thanksgiving. Right, so it's November. Correct. Both are upset because obviously each wants each to play on their respective fields. So they all meet on Lions Field because that's where the game should be taking place. Right. It's already decided that that's where it's supposed to be. Correct. That's where that's it should be. That's the regulations and the rules of whatever this division. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. But of course, the Panthers are like, are you kidding? Oh, we can't play here. Look at the state of this field. And so the director who's neutral, is like, hey, Coach Taylor, will this field be in good playing condition by Friday? And this is like a week before that. And Coach is like, I have time. It's Saturday. Don't worry about it. And they're like, oh, you need to really work on this. It's like, well, they don't have the funds to fix the field. If they did, they would have. Right. Well, this leads to the team and the coaches and Coach Taylor working on putting together this field, fixing it up. This is where we have the scene with Luke, his very short scene of, you know, Luke asking Coach, can he play? And Coach is like, no, I just need you to take care of your hip. And yeah. also, like, put down the Gatorade. Yeah. He, he seemed, obviously, he wasn't in pain. But mm-hmm. then again, he wasn't truly, like, yeah. moving around and doing things. So I'm like, okay, are we on the mend? Obviously, we know he's not going to play in the game which is really unfortunate for Luke and for the Lions. Right. But as you know, Michelle, ribs. <laughs> they got to be just cared after and not used. <laughs> uh, yeah, and his hip. It's his hip. It's his hip, yeah. But yes, I do know ribs. Very well. Very the, well. The Mitch rib. The Mitch rib, right? Hopefully only here for a limited time. <laughs> <laughs> but don't. Yeah, that's right. TM, TM. But because the the Lions are busy fixing up their field, they're practicing over at Carroll Park. And so Landry comes up with the idea, well, if we can't practice on our field, the Panthers can't practice on theirs. And so he gets the team together and they pull a prank where they just set up toothpicks all over Panther Field. Yeah. Were we supposed to know that until we saw it? No, right? Because I'm like, what are they doing? Yeah. It looks like they're about to plank, all of them. Remember the I plank like, challenge? I was just going to say, remember the plank challenge? And everyone just was like, just would do it out of nowhere, just the middle of the house, do it. That was so weird. Was what so a time. Weird. What a time. It was like the same thing as like the, f- the like 
a still frame (gasps) thing challenge and the ice bucket challenge social media is weird y'all like they just create something and then the entire universe (laughs) the universe (laughs) does it and then there was that the mannequin challenge the mannequin challenge that's what it was called i have to say my family did that i know i remember the video it was great it was so good and it's fun. I'm sure it was yeah. really fun. Why can't they anyway, bring that And flash stuff mobs. Back. That was like a big thing. We, we were the flash mobs. We were the flash mobs. We to Firework by Katy Perry. I'll never forget it. Same. Yeah. Remember we did it with my mom and then when it came down to the performance, my mom literally just didn't do it. I was like, you practiced for hours and then you didn't do it. What was the point? She's like, I just wanted to be involved. I love it though. Your mom came for support, but that was, was so fun. much fun. Okay. So... We didn't know it was toothpicks. We thought they were playing gang. <laughs> I loved it. And then at practice, coach is like, it took Wes Dillon over two hours to pick up all the toothpicks. And the team is like, ha ha, everyone's laughing. And coach is like, great. We're going to so have great. fun today. Whose idea was this? And like, we don't know. We don't know. He's like, Lance looks tired. Obviously, coach is not going to applaud this behavior. No, but he was loving it. I think internally. As you would. Yeah. yeah. He's like, fuck those guys. Right. But he's like, hey, Landry, you have to. Until he can kick a 40, everyone's got to do jingle jangles. Jingle jangles. <laughs> Which all in the chat, we were like, all we think about is Riverdale. Jingle Get jangle. It. Jingle jangle all the way. <laughs> this leads to the alleged Panthers retaliating and they fuck up Lions Field really it's awful right yeah and a part of me was like oh it's all in good fun right like they're all trying to do something to each other and then they go and take it obviously because it's the panthers they take it to another level but alleged alleged there's no proof all the parents could you know vouch for their kids i'm like yeah what parents could be like no my kid my kid was there especially (laughs) with a panther and lion game how it's it's not good wade is like if any of our players was involved they're not playing on friday blah 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 it's such bullshit oh it's so infuriating so this leads to the boosters and the coaches meeting to discuss what the plan is because now they can't play on lions field this ultimately leads that the game will take place on panther field yep they got exactly what they wanted and as that meeting's taking place you just have joe smiling no, I just want to. Mm, oh, I just wanted to punch him. him right off. And of course, you know, coach is just getting harassed for this upcoming game and how he's taking on the Panthers. And that was his old team. And then he also abandoned in the Lions the first game. Like, so coach is being tested along with Tammy's being tested. This whole abortion situation Ooh, is not going away. Baby. She's in the paper. Her superintendent, Paul, makes a 50-mile trip to come see her at night. I was like, you're the superintendent, but you live 50 miles. What? Yeah. That was strange to me. That is weird. Whatever. He comes by at night, and he's like, listen, I'm going to hand this to you. This is what I think you should do. You should probably think about making a statement. And what we mean by a statement is an apology. Right. Admitting that you're wrong and that you apologize for your actions. And she's like, uh... No. Well, she seeks counsel. She goes to talk to a lawyer. Which I'm so glad. Like, that was very smart on her part. Yeah. And the lawyer's like, I think you have a case here, but I just want to let you know these things get dragged out. 
and this can go on for a really long time. Are you sure this is what you want to do? Right. Like years. Years. And so obviously she's frustrated by this. And throughout this whole episode, too, you have Julie, who just wants to go to Habitat for Humanity. She brings it up to Tammy and she tells her like, hey, I could graduate early. It's $3,000. It's in three weeks. It's in New Orleans. Can we discuss this? And Tammy's like, no. Right. Because she's not going to finish the semester. But she says she can graduate early and she was, well, she could finish early and she was just going to take electives anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Tammy wasn't happy with that. No. But coach says like, hey, if you go easy on your mom this week, I will see what I can do and we'll discuss this whole about the, the building, the building of the houses thing. <laughs> but they also aren't letting her in. This kind of annoyed me. I agree. And she's just like, okay, walks away. Yeah. All right, I made you guys dinner. Anything you want to tell me? Walks away. Like, she just can't. They, they just don't want to give in to talking to her about any of it. Right. But it's like she is right there. She lives in the town. She knows what's happening. Right. It's not like she doesn't, read. you know, see the article in the paper. I know. It kind of threw me. And, and she just keeps walking in and asking. And they're like, it's fine. Right. Especially in the last scene when Coach gets home and Tammy's on her laptop and gets another phone call and Coach just like breaks the phone. Right. And then she hears it and she comes out. She's like, is everything okay in here? You were fine. Yeah. Obviously you're not. Right. And also Tammy comes to the decision that she is going to make a statement. We don't know what kind of statement. If I know her, she's not apologizing. Mm. She would rather give up her job. Then apologize for something that morally she did not do. Correct. I like where your head's at. Yeah. I, and it's what's crazy is, you know, if Tammy goes, I don't know what she'll do after that, but it doesn't look like Coach, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there. Are they both going to like lose a job at the same time? Like that could be really bad. Not that he would get fired, but well, maybe he would. I don't know if the lines don't win. Uh-huh. What does that say about Coach? Yeah. I mean, I know how I feel about him, but the town has to win, you know, with the, the school. Right. And also, like, Levi's just giving him shit about yeah. that, too. Like, oh, everywhere you go, trouble goes. Yeah. You know, it's just annoying. He's annoying me, too. <laughs> I'm just, like, very agitated this episode. I think we all are. Yeah, we were a little triggered by some we're, things. We were so we'll <laughs> Okay, so Vince is attending Calvin's funeral. It's so sad. Calvin's mom grabs Vince yeah. and is like, I wish he was more like you. That broke me. Yeah. And Vince just crying. They yeah. both crying in each other's arms. Yeah. Ugh. And Jess also attends. So she's being a very big support system to Vince. Because obviously we've seen like in the beginning, we're like, we don't understand their connection. And now it's right, growing. I'm like, where? But I also was like, where did it come from? It's. Years. You know, right. Years. So it's like it's nice to see that they did grow up in the same town. They did run in the same tracks. Mm -hmm. Like they just know each other from being in the neighborhood. And I'm sure at one point their families were maybe closer. So it's, it's all making sense. And I'm glad that we're finally getting there because I was like, this is so random. Yeah. But now I'm like, this is hot. <laughs> But also, I love Landry and Jess, so we're in a little dill pickle yeah, here. We're in a, it, yeah, I know. <laughs> it, we truly are in a pickle. Jess wants Vince to go to the police. 
I go talk to them for what happened. He's like, I can't go to the police because if I go to the police, I'm going to jail. Right. He, he has no chances left. Right. And so he still has to pay his dues. We see Kennard multiple times being like, this is what we have to do. We're going to get payback. And Jess clocks this. On the night when he's supposed to go out or he does go out with Kennard, Jess shows up and she's like, what are you doing? You can't do this. She sees him go and grab the gun. She sees him load it up and like cock yeah. it back and like get it in his pocket ready to go out. Yeah. And he's like, why are you here? You don't know who I am. She's like, I know who the good guy is inside. And he's like, I'm a monster. And he like, you know, kind of scares her And she bit. also was there for talking to Landry because Vince had talked to Landry. Correct. That's right. So like it was multiple reasons. She's like, I know what you're doing. And also yeah. I really know what you're doing. What did you think about that? Because yeah, Landry earlier at practice says his condolences to Vince for Calvin. Passing. Which was a very genuine and mature thing to do. Landry's not playing the game, even though he knows what the game is. He yeah. sees that Jess is attracted to Landry. You think Jess so? is attracted to Vince. I think he knows that there's something there. Yeah. And while he quote you know got the girl um he's still a decent human being and he sees that someone is grieving and jess was a part of that and jess is his supposed girlfriend so something that's affecting his girlfriend is important to him right and so vince is also important to her therefore i feel like it was a very normal reaction for landry to be like hey i'm so sorry about calvin and actually i do know his last name and i knew he was your friend so i'm just saying sorry and then as soon as he walked away vince was like i appreciate that like oh thank you like you're you a know good, you're a good guy yeah 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 and we do see like these sweet moments before all this too like jess landry gives jess a bicycle oh my god so sweet so sweet aunt bird makes a comment like yep you know that bike's going to need a lot. What's the deal with Aunt Bird? Aunt Bird, She's welcome. randomly ass came in here. Welcome. She's fierce. I'm loving it. We love Aunt Bird. Yeah. She's like going to be that background parental figure. I see. Mm-hmm. Mother F. I got the vibe from... No, I got the vibe from you when, we, when I... I can't I, help it. Oh, yeah. my God. That is so beyond devastating to That's me. strange, huh? It hurts me very much in my soul. I will. Keep, I was not ready for this. If people catch on, people catch on. Yeah. I don't want to say it for a new base. Okay, great. Okay. Um, yes. So then Jess makes Landry a playlist. Super cute. Play this for when you're practicing. And he's you're like, kicking. it's like crowds cheering. Crowd noise. I love that. Listen to it. So you'll get used to what it sounds like. So very sweet. So Vince clocks this. And that's when he says to Landry, like, you're a good guy. Right. And again, I don't like Landry. I don't I didn't think it was malicious. No. I didn't think it was in a way of like, no, be good to her. OK. Or mm-hmm. like kind of like watching the situation unfold and kind of waiting for it to fizzle out. Right. I didn't feel like it was that way. Right. It very well might have been in Vince's eyes, but I don't think it was that way. I don't think so. I think Vince is conflicted. He's just trying to like, first off, his mom is his priority. Football is his priority. The Lions are the priority. I really have feelings for Jess, but I'm trying to stay good. Right. And I and I think she's great and she deserves everything. And right. therefore, if Landry can give it to her, that's cool with me, even though it hurts. Yeah. And then when they have that whole big blowout, and she comes to make sure he's not doing anything crazy, even though she knows that's what he was gearing to do. 
she's like, I know you. Oh, you're such a tough guy. Like, I don't believe that. And he's like, yeah, I am actually. Like, I'm not good for you. I'm not good. Yeah. And she's like, that's bullshit. Right. And so he goes off with Kennard and we learn a little bit more about Vince. Kennard talks about how his dad was. His dad was like the toughest of the tough. And he always looked at Vince as being like a wuss. Mm. He gives them the gun. They explain the situation of how they're going to go about this. Oh, take a swig as they're in the car. And then Vince gets out and he's like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm not so doing glad. this. My mom's not supposed to bury me. Oh, yeah. And Kennard scares him a little bit. Like he shoots off, you know, into a building. He doesn't shoot him. Which yeah. at first, I have to admit at first, I was like, oh my God, did he just shoot Vince? Yeah. It looked like he might have. But he pretty much said like, yo, your dues aren't paid. So... Right. Like, I know where you are. I know where you live. It's not over. It's not over for me. Kennard, move on with your life, bro. Move on. But also... Especially if he knew his dad. How the fuck old are you? How old are you? Right. And also, (laughs) logistically, like, he got $4,000. Like, Vince got $4,000 from him. So, I don't know if I would be cool to let him go. I know. But, like, are you in with the family, too? Even though, like, were you close with his dad? Right. Is it like, from like the streets? I don't, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. But anyway, so Vince goes back just as waiting there and he says, I didn't do it. And so they just embraced and, and it embraced. was really nice. And like, I love Jess and Landry, but like, I love Jess and Vince too. So I know. I'm really conflicted. There's chemistry all around. Lots of chemistry. I mean, when you have great actors, there's going to be chemistry. But Correct. other. Correct. Pair, like some pairings, we just gravitate towards more than others. This, however, is very tricky. Right. And while I really, I obviously, if it was me, I'm going to go for her Landry only because I think Landry is the bee's knees. You know, he is my my number one, cannot do any wrong in my book. I, he's never failed me. So it's hard to see if they were to end things, but I would understand too. Yeah. Like we, we knew this was like too good to be true. I know. You know, and I really love Jess. Like it's nothing against Jess. Mm-mm. I really like, I'm very quickly having her come higher and higher and higher on my like top favorite characters. And you know, when Tyra and Landry were together, we constantly had some issues with that because we saw how Tyra treated Landry. Like yes. a doormat. Jess is not doing that. No, I think emotionally, maybe a little bit like she does like subconsciously. Right. She doesn't know how she feels and she's trying to reciprocate what he's given to her. It's like it's some of it's coming naturally, but I don't think all of it's coming naturally to her. Yeah. So she's not outwardly like manipulating it because she doesn't know how to do that. Where Tyra, it was like she knew kind of how to manipulate it. Which was unfortunate for Landry. I agree. Uh, so Tim, as we know, oh, he's no longer Tim. living in Cheryl's trailer. Yeah, where is he? Living at Morgan's Riggs. Maybe I guess. he's living with Tim. I mean, with uh, Billy? Billy and Mins. I'm not sure. But Becky brings Skeeter back and the stuff and says like, oh, in the snow globe. It was like, oh, and we also get a little nugget there. I don't know if you caught that. The mommy snow globe. The mommy snow globe. (laughs) Yeah. Charlotte's still pissed. Of course. Gets a call. Baby is on its way. 
which is all these baby scenes were incredibly heartwarming also very comic comic relief, relief absolutely bill and billy and tim are always that too they really are they like make you cry but also make you laugh yes in like the same scene and so we have billy in his banana hammock he can't get his pants on Mins has got to go to the hospital. Tim is just so excited to be an uncle. He lights He's up. He's me. He's me. This is how I was. I, I get know. it, Tim Riggins. I get it. I get it too. No, I totally get it. But it's just sweet to see it coming from him. Yeah. And it like, and we have scenes at the hospital. Tim's waiting outside and Billy runs out in his scrubs. He's like, they won't let me in. And then finally, Billy's like, I got to go in. And Tim's like, I've been waiting like 38 hours for this. Yeah. You got to go. And so then Stephen Hannibal Riggins is born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope we get some BTS with that at some point because I'm very confused. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to do a little research and see where Hannibal came from. Yeah. It's 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 an interesting choice for a middle name. Yeah. And Stephen, like where did you get Stephen from? It's got maybe it's based off a writer or someone who worked on the show. Maybe. I don't know. I'll I'll do I'll report back. Yes, next please week, do. I promise. So we have this like really, really sweet Tim and Billy scene when the baby comes home and they're looking over the the crib and there's just tears and Billy's just like, I can't believe like, how does he sleep like that? Like they're just in awe of this gorgeous baby. Right. As one, when you're a first time parent, first time uncle, like you look at this baby, like you are alive in the world and you're so little and you're just sleeping all the time and your little yawn is the cutest thing I've ever seen like the cutest it's just ah birth little babies yeah so special and so Tim tells Billy like stay home like enjoy being a father (laughs) one day I'm like one day I got it no problem and Tim's just overlooking and he's just like so happy like Tim everything's coming up Tim yeah this is Tim's episode sure so happy yeah so then tim goes to his land his massive (laughs) land with like creeks in it i'm like where the hell what are you gonna do with this property and he and becky's there for whatever reason i don't know why becky is there same i don't know why becky is there it makes me uncomfortable every time she is there there? but tim says like i'm so happy to be an uncle (sighs) i have the land we're getting more work. Like, I am just really happy. And then Becky's like, Tim, I love you. But Tim, dude, I love you. And then Tim says, we can't do this. We can't do this. Huh. Not the phrase I would have pre- preferred from this man. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm. Mm. Leaves me to believe that he does deep down have a little feeling for her. I think he, I, but it ultimately is overpowered by like the sibling feeling. Like yes, yes, this, yes, you know, yes, this yes. whole, like I've been with so much, I've, I've done so much with this person and her family. Right. And they have helped me out in a time of need. And I know I don't need her, but there's something about her that I like. And then maybe I do need, but like, it's not her. So I think he just likes that. The feeling. And that's yeah. sister and family. Right. And he's like, we can't do that, though. Like, not I wish a he would have just inkling. said, you're my sister and I love you like that. Right. Like, I love you like a sister. So same. Right. Right. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I love you, too. Like a sister. You're my family. Right. Yeah. Like, I can't lose you because you're my family. Not like I that we can't do it. 
because it's not right. It's like, no, you can't do it because you don't feel it. And if you didn't, if you did, didn't feel it, you wouldn't have said that. Right. It just, I don't like it. It leads, it leads like an open door for her. Exactly. It's like kind of, it's not a shutting, exactly. You're not shutting the door. I (sighs) truly did not remember how far and how long this whole Tim and Becky thing goes on for. I know you kept like reassuring me. I really did. It's done. I mean, because I knew it didn't go anywhere, but it's just so annoying. And I think it would have been better received if it was just written a little bit differently. I agree. I think out of the entire show so far, this point, we drove it home way too much. It's into the ground. too much. It's overexhausted. I feel like I'm watching Gossip Girl. And and we like Becky. And I <laughs> Absolutely. It's nothing against character. her. It's just like perhaps we can drop this. Her and Luke thing. and the baby situation way more entertaining Agreed. than this. Agreed. Even her with the pageant stuff or her with her dad. Like anything else. I'm just not. And it has nothing to do with how much I'm in love with Tim Riggins. No. Okay. It has nothing to do with this. I'm not jealous. It's, I just don't get excited to watch it because it's so redundant. And like you said, if it's not going anywhere, why are we still doing it? It's yeah. frustrating. It's really frustrating. So Tim, he calls it off with her, goes back to the shop, he's playing music, air guitar, drinking oh beers. Life so is good. And then the cops show up. Yeah, life's not good anymore. And you did tell me, like, there will be repercussions this time. I'm like, it's going to happen now because the life is good for both boys. That's right. So it's time to crash it down. And I mean, we knew it was coming. Like, you could feel it in this episode. Like, there's no way that Tim is winning right now. No. Something needs to happen. Like, it's too good. And I said, how sweet that Tim's dream is, you know, he's owning his own property. Life is good. I'm an uncle. Like, life is good. Going go to, to trade, trade school. school. Like, that is all he has ever wanted, and he got it. That's it. And his dog, Skeeter. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, ripped from under you because you did a stupid thing. And so... And, and not more, and not one time. Oh, no, More no. than this one time. This is a whole situation. And so him and Billy, they get called in, and Billy is obviously beside himself, and he just says, I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I feel as you should be right. But I, I actually also feel for Billy. I think there should, should be repercussions, mm-hmm. but I love Billy so much. And I think Derek Absolutely. plays him so well. He does you feel for him because at the he's end of the day, he's a lovable idiot. He, that's exa- Thank <laughs> you. That's exactly what I was going to say. He's a lovable idiot. Yeah. And same with Tim too. You feel for Tim. He's also a lo- he's also a lovable idiot, but he seems to be a little, a little bit, bit smarter. smarter. <laughs> Pinky in the brain. Shocking. Exactly. Yeah. Pinky in the brain. Yeah. Uh, sad. While yeah. I feel like they should be punished for what they did, it's still like, you know, watching this new father and new uncle and having such a great life. and Yeah. And they got that money because of it. Right. And then Tim says, oh, you know, the rig, the Riggins rigs shop is doing really well. I'm like, interesting. So you couldn't just wait the little bit of time for it to kind of pick up. Well, they obviously didn't not. know it was going to pick up. They yeah. were in de- I mean, in, Mindy right. needed I, the medication right. and right, the insurance. Right. They didn't have any insurance. I know. All the things. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating. <laughs> but we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we have our patron Vic joining us. Woohoo!
All right. Welcome back from break. We're joined by our Total Betty patron, Vic. Hi, Vic. Hey. She's wearing her Total Betty sweatshirt that we love. That's like a classic. That's like a two-year-old uh, style. It's, it's got Total Betty and rainbow. It's a good one. Yes, it does. And it's really comfy and very warm. Oh, good. Thanks, Vic. She's selling it. Mm-hmm. How you liking uh, where season four is headed? I mean, finale is next week, which is crazy. It's so sad. I forgot it was so sad near the end. Yeah. I know. This episode was such a bummer. It killed the mood. Yeah. <laughs> I was so excited to watch it. And I was just like, that's just ruined my day. Yeah. It's I so know. Sad. I know. It's so heavy. But before we get into questions from our listeners, Kate also sent you rapid fire, which I can't wait because you're always sending everyone rapid fire. But I wanted to start yeah. with you if you had any questions regarding this episode or notes comments um i actually only had two my first one is i'm really pissed about the whole tammy thing Mm. so would you issue an apology if it meant keeping your job or would you kind of stand by you know what you believe i'd say i'll find another job yeah i wouldn't say an apology i wasn't wrong not even worth it (laughs) exactly that's what i'm saying if she issues an apology and that's the problem if she issues that apology it's like admitting she did something wrong. Right. Right. And even so, it's how she feels in an opinion. So how is that wrong? Right. You know, be- just because you feel that it's wrong, that's your opinion. Yeah. No, and she didn't even do anything wrong. She listened. She gave options. She didn't say, do this, do that. Right. Yeah, so exactly. Just like, they're just harassing her and then like doing the apology that just makes it worse because it's going to prove to that to Luke's mom, see, I was right. Right. You know, what she did was wrong. And so her apologizing, I just, I don't agree with that. So when he said, what statement is that? And she just looks at him. I'm like, I don't remember, but I hope (laughs) it's not an apology. Mm -hmm. I didn't remember either. I watched the finale a couple of weeks ago and I was like, oh my gosh, all of this is coming back to me. Did you like it? I love it. Oh, it's a good finale. It is a good finale. Yeah. I really like it, but I, I've liked all of them so far. That's so true. going off of that, because a lot of people ask that question, Vic, about what we would do in that situation, how we felt. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, I think, yeah, she'll make a statement. It won't go over well, but she'll close the chapter, close, you know, and walk out and say, well, I hope I still have a job. If not, then that's cool, too. And also, maybe I don't want to work with these people. Mm. You know, maybe this is not my calling anymore. Maybe I need to do something better with my time that's more rewarding and valuable. Like she's had to go through hell this year (laughs) just to be the Panther, the Panther, just to be the Dylan principal. Is it worth it? Is it worth all the stress and the headaches and the anxiety and agita and not having a relationship with your child, your children and your husband and it's just a very straining thing to have in your life. To have a job that's so demanding of you and for you not even to be happy doing it anymore, why do it? That's true. I mean, I think mm-hmm. she loves the kids. Right. It's- but you can help kids in another way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You will get an answer She's my week. girl. I know she'll do me. She'll do right by me. That's right. That's right. <laughs> And then my second one was when Eric grabs the phone and starts smashing it. Have you guys ever broken a phone? Oh my God, what a great question. I have not, but growing up, my sister was an angry, (laughs) 
child and she would break things like she broke her hair straightener she used she kicked a hole in my door my bedroom door <laughs> she got so mad and she, and i just hear like this like like she was chiseling her foot in that door and my parents refused to fix the hole in my door and they're like uh-uh nope and she also she punched holes in her wall she yeah. punched a, a hole oh my God. yeah in um my mom's laundry room yes she's broken a lot of things yeah she's she's got a lot of anger <laughs> she just she was angsty she was a very like and she's a very anxious person she's she just is. a lot of like fidget energy that yeah yeah she's uh she doesn't have like the, no spatial awareness like of her body movement so like she could be like eh, and like slapping the face i have that a little bit too so <laughs> we always say she's a bull in a china a bull shop in a china, like without a doubt that is her to a t my mom has always called her a bull in a china shop <laughs> oh yeah. my god but yeah. no i don't think i've ever broken a phone <laughs> have you vic have you broken anything i've never broken a phone but i've slammed a phone against the wall yeah mm. Oh, because I thought it was broken. Like, yeah. is it working? <laughs> and instead of getting frustrated, putting it down, I'm like, it's not working. And I just started slamming it against the wall. And I was like, oh, you think it's definitely not going to work now? Yeah. But no, it didn't break. I used to have, okay, my first cell phone, it was a Motorola. And a Motorola that came out <laughs> real, my Long Island is showing. And it was, it was, it kind of, I have to find a picture of it, but I used to go like this with it a lot. Mm. And that probably wasn't good no. for connectivity. I wasn't trying to break it, but I would just like fling it around a lot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I have a little bit of anger issues, uh-huh. but never broken a phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get that way too. I know Liz said when he did that and the nonstop phone call, she's like, can they just change their number? And then that's also mm-hmm. giving in. Right. That's also giving that's in. If you yeah. disconnect it, if I'm like, oh, you just take it off the line and be like, but that's just, yeah, that's just giving in. Yeah. You either right. disconnect it, you change the number. It's like. I feel like them Coach is doing them. a really good job of like not letting him people see him sweat in mm-hmm. this at least in this episode and like he's just doing a very good job of like looking calm, cool, and collected on the outside and not trying to give in to anything. Like he's just doing his absolute best to not give in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this should be interesting next week. Yeah, even Tammy. I'm like, yeah. Tammy's so calm, even when she's yelling. I'm like, I would have been in my room screaming into the pillow, like, why are they attacking me? Why is this happening? And she's just like, who is this on the phone? Or she'll be like, come on. And I'm just like, really? I would be really mad and yelling, but I guess she doesn't want to give in to them either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even so much where they vandalized Coach's truck. Oh, yeah. And he was just like, nope. And he drove, I mean, he, he cleaned it, but he was also driving with like the windshield wiper fluid was cleaning it off. And, but, but he's so, he's, he can't tune it out either because we see him still listening to Sammy, Slam and Sammy. And so mm-hmm. he's constantly hearing it when you would think he would just kind of like zone out, yeah. but he still has to be a part of it. Right. Yeah. I guess like to hopefully and try and get the upper hand. Like, yeah, I'm going to be prepared for whatever you have to say, whenever you're going to say it. It's yeah. hard. It's so stressful. It's so stressful. Yeah. Even when he's angry, he talks so calmly. Oh, yeah. Which is shocking because you can see, we've seen in the past, like, how Coach can react to things. And this mm-hmm. time, it's like he 
I think he just knows there's so much at stake here. Yeah. And yeah. the history of, you know, him leaving the Panthers and getting a new job and then coming back and then not come, you know, going, uh, keeping the first game with the Lions. So he's got a lot running on him. Yeah. Are you ready for rapid fire, Vic? Okay. Yeah. So this is sent in by Kate. So here we go. Jason or Luke? Oh, Jason. Okay. Tim, Tim or Billy? Tim. Better after school job, raised barbecue or Alamo freeze? Um, if I can get a discount on all that Alamo freeze, I'd probably work there. I think Ice so cream. <laughs> Same. I'm not dealing with meat. Uh, Jance or Jince? Jess and Lance or Jess and Vince? See, that one's confusing because I really like the like what Jess and Landry have, but she's always making herself towards Vince. Like, like she's got a pull towards him. I'm like, why does she need to go up all? Oh, why do you need to tell him that he's good for me? I'm like, what do you care? Mm-hmm, like that's yeah. your that's supposed to be your boyfriend. It doesn't matter what Vince says, but she keeps going to Vince. So I need to keep looking and you know see who I like more after. Okay. Yeah. A uh, favorite new season four character? Probably Vince, but I really like Luke. He's just like the nicest guy ever. Or Luke. He doesn't do anything wrong. I might actually pick Luke over Jason. <laughs> oh wow. man. Who would you pick? Um, sweetest kid ever i know he is so sweet probably jason no i'm like who's your favorite edition oh to season four i love probably vince but i love jess (laughs) and i love virgil oh my god oh my gosh yeah becky's just declining yes (laughs) becky when she first came on i was like i want to say i do remember her and she's like really cute and stuff but there's a moment I don't like her and I don't remember why. And yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, the, she like really declined well, from the beginning you, of the season. Would you guys say she's your least favorite? Yeah, I think follow-up. so. I would say that she's my least favorite, but that's only because yeah. of the story they're giving her. It's awful. Yeah. They're giving her nothing, essentially, I should say. Yeah. Most missed OG character. Tyra. Mm. Yeah. Yeah? I think so. Okay. Favorite parent. Tammy. Last one, least favorite parent. <laughs> Joe McCoy. McCoy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Ew. <laughs> if this was season one, I'd be picking Buddy Garrity, but y'all already know that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Buddy, but I'm like, is McCoy in the list? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. He's the worst, Joe. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a question. Do you have a song that you like to use to hype yourself up for something? Not kind of like a Rocky theme or anything? Mm-hmm. Sure, you could pick that. But um, there's this one song I really love. It's not not really hype myself up, but it's more like kind of like when you're in a down mood or you just need to listen to something to perk you up um, from Jimmy World in the middle. Mm-hmm. I just love that song. Oh, I, I don't know. know why, but it's just like every time I hear it, I'm like, I'm like Tim in the thing, yeah. just rocking out with a fake guitar. I love it. I don't know what it is about. It like brightens up my day. Yeah. I have a video. I mean, I don't think I still have it, but it was on like VHS of my sister as a kid, like singing that song and her little sweet voice. And it just always <laughs> reminds me of that song. And I'm like, that song is so great. I love it's Jimmy just like, It's a good pump up. That's really, do you have a song, a pump up song? I don't think I have like a specific song that I would put on. 
like anything like 90s boy band ace of bass like that kind of vibe yeah gets me excited yeah i think it depends on the season for me mm-hmm. thank you kate over to mike would your parents have let you spend a semester building homes when you were in grade 12 absolutely not no Mm-mm. no School comes first. <laughs> I want to say maybe I would be able to kind of weasel my way into that. Really? If it, it's not like she's do, going to like. It's in New Orleans. It's like away for three weeks. And it's though? only $3,000. I know it's only $3,000. <laughs> for three weeks though? She's leaving it. it it's in three weeks. Oh, she's oh leaving. She's, yeah, but she's going to miss. She's going to miss. Right, I guess no. I guess my mom wouldn't let me do that. <laughs> wow. I was um, I don't think G would. I don't want to speak for your mom though. No. But <laughs> did your high school pull any pranks or had any pulled in them for a rival school? Oh. For sure, but I don't remember any of them. And actually Lisa, she wrote and she said it reminded her of when they used to do plastic forks in the in her school for pranks, like in the lawn. I think we only did like senior oh. prank. Yeah. I don't remember like other any other schools doing it, but like the seniors each year would do like a senior prank. Right. I don't know what we did. Yeah. I wasn't a part of I don't it. remember what they did either, but I think they put something in the toilet and they got in really big trouble for it. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. I don't remember what it was. I mean, I supported my friends who were football players, but I was never part of that scene. But like never to like graffiti and things like that that I've heard of you know from like a different school when they like graffiti mm. or lockers and stuff like that yeah. but no not that I know of right I always think of Saved by the Bell when they steal the bulldog oh yeah <laughs> yes that's what I was thinking where they take the mascot <laughs> I'm trying to think the of their mascot. other senior pranks like in like movies and shows they also did that on Serena the Teenage Witch I think they took the mascot too. Oh, did they? Yeah. I don't remember that. That was a thing. And it's weird to think that schools have the mascot. The mascot. And it's an- of Sabrina. What are you talking I know. About I was like, I don't remember that. Yeah. It's only because it was a fresh rewatch. Yeah. Rochelle literally just came off a rewatch. I did. Yeah. Then he says, a question for Mitch, me, maybe more for Sam, my sister. Oh. <laughs> Was Bill Bob as hyper as Billy was in this episode and getting asked to leave a little calmer when your nephew was born? And then Vic, what about your husband? I, (laughs) oh my God. I just remember Sam telling me when she was going through her labor that Bobby was eating some kind of trail mix from Trader Joe's Mm -hmm. and the scent nauseated her and she screamed at him. So like, stop eating that. Which I could totally imagine. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but he was there for the whole time. He's so. like oddly calm at like situations you don't think he would be. And then he's like hyper in others. Just yeah. like that's how Bobby is. He's also going to be a little aloof too. Yes. Very. <laughs> like very. Clueless of what's happening. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm supposed to feel emotion here. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Vic? Mine were all C-sections. So they were supposed to be all fat. Okay. So my first one was. It went right. But um, for uh, my daughter, I was just feeling some pain and I didn't know why. So he's like, I'm going to take you to the doctor, see what's going on, not panicking or whatever. But then he's kind of like looking back and forth because they're just like whispering Mm -hmm. to each other. And we're like, okay, what's going on? You know? And then he goes, he goes right back. And then he goes back outside and he's like, can you like tell her what's going on? Because she's starting to freak out, you know? But he was like really calm and they're like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Um, we're going to wheel you in in like 20 minutes because you're walking. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, that's nice to know. And so he's like, 
I got your mom. I'll go get the bag because it wasn't right. supposed to happen. Yeah. But with Alex, my youngest, he came early. And I don't know what contractions are supposed to feel like. I didn't know what pain's supposed to feel like. That's why it's a C-section because, you know, you cannot have them the natural way. So I went through the pain on my own and waited till the very last minute to wake him up and tell him it was time <sighs> to go to the hospital. I don't know why I did that. My friend's like, girl, you didn't wake him up when you started pain. I was like, no, I was holding on to the closet rod while I put my jeans on jeans. and then bracing for another contraction. I'm just getting myself ready and then I'll I wake him up. Any, I couldn't find any dresses. And then as soon as I, uh, as soon as I thought I was ready, then I woke him up and he shot yeah. out and he's like, what? I was like, I think it's time to go. So he's like, give me one second. Goes to my mother-in-law's room where she was like taking care of me. And he's like, watch the kids. I'm taking her to the hospital. Very calm. And I'm like, am I breathing mm. right? Because I don't even know what how to breathe. Yeah. And we get to the hospital and he's just like sitting in the chair while I'm in pain. And they're asking me all these questions because you're supposed to do all that ahead of time. So since he came early, I didn't know. And so I'm like, can't he answer those questions? And they're like, no. And I think the only thing I said is, will you hold my damn hand? You're too calm <laughs> over there. Like, I'm over here. I need something. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll hold your hand. But he was like really calm throughout the that's whole thing. That's great. I mean, that's what I would hope. You want your yeah. partner mm-hmm. to be calm in there for you. Yeah. Yeah. If you were to make your husband's a playlist on your iPod, what songs would be on there? <laughs> <laughs> what would be on for Rand? Well, I would torture him and put emo stuff, but he because he doesn't like that. Oh, um, neither does yeah, my husband. <laughs> Randy's variety of music is very interesting. Um, I probably put like '90s grunge, just because we both like that. And then I throw in some like emo shit that he'd be like, throw and like turn off. And he does like Justin Timberlake, so I would put some Justin Timberlake and a little bit of Taylor Swift. And uh, call it a day. Vic, what about you? Probably the grunge. All the like Nirvana and all that. And um, he likes Imagine Dragons. Oh, see, my husband hates Imagine Dragons. <laughs> my husband hates Muse. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sad for you. But yet he spent a fortune. <laughs> he, sent a for- he spent a fortune to send me to a concert. So I forgave mm. him for that. But yeah, and rap. He listens to a lot of rap. He's not into pop. He's not into anything else. Yeah. Mainly rap. Aunt used to make me like the love mixes. Like when we first started dating, it was like the Aunt Love compilation. <laughs> yeah. Aww. So I would probably take stuff from there as a throwback. So a lot of like of Montreal, Pinback. Um, what else were we listening to? Like Aunt Aunt's into like Passion Pit. Yeah, Aunt's Aunt likes very He's into, he um, also loves Wu-Tang. That's he does like love Wu-Tang. Big Wu-Tang fans. I'd probably put some of that on there. Old school. Old school indie. Story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's going to happen with Tim and Billy? Liz, this one's for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, well, do you remember what happens with them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously, I know you, like, in the larger scheme, but, like, this direct Yeah. Plot. This is actually the one thing I remembered. When wow. it, the one yeah, that when it, yeah, wow. for season four going into five, yeah, this is the one thing. That okay. I remembered. Well, I mean, they're not going to be in jail forever. You think both of them are going? Aren't they like essentially in there now? Oh, I mean, they're I guess holding they're in, for yeah. questioning. Yeah. I ooh, 
I don't know. Can they get like a plea deal for like working? They could. You know, like giving up who then they would admit their guilt. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, admitting who got them involved with this or who else is involved or something like that. I can't foresee it. I mean, I can see obviously going a million ways. I feel like every time I make a prediction, I'm like, it's 50-50 this way or that way. But hey, I mean, they could go both go to jail and serve some time. And then we go into season five and it's like some time has passed and we're like, okay, well, all right. Or they serve a few months or they don't serve at all. And I don't know how high like on the criminal justice system, like where this crime right falls as as far as like how much jail time do can you just get probation can you just get you know an ankle monitor like what will i i wish i knew more to make a prediction like a solid prediction on that okay you can i mean next yeah it's too hard to make a prediction all righty it's only a couple missing cars exactly right (laughs) exactly but they stole from people right they stole the cars yeah right like these other people stole the cars they bring the cars to them right they take it away take parts they took them apart and then they sell the parts yeah right i mean they don't directly sell it but someone else will sell it it's like they're literally just taking the cars apart essentially right right yeah yeah but they had to hide the bones right yeah the shells that they buried Mm -hmm. which is still so ridiculous to me (laughs) yep thank you mike lisa sent me a great email all of her thoughts I was so happy to see her name and she's like every time I think to send an email it's too late but I'm watching and I'm here Mm. so she wants to know your thoughts on Julie and Habitat for Humanity will she go or is Matt going to magically show up (sighs) next week and convince her to graduate and move to Chicago I feel like they are probably end game so they have to get back together somehow. somehow season finale seems like a good time for it I agree Lisa I don't think she'll move to Chicago She's only 17. She can't move for a boy to Chicago. No. Mm-hmm. Well, I think while well, I would love to see Matt in the finale, I don't know if we're getting that since we just had him. Next week, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And next week's finale. Got it. Okay. Uh, I, I, I still feel as though, hey, uh, maybe no, no OG couples are endgame. I don't, I mean, I'm taking back what I said. I don't think. That mules is endgame anymore. Oh no! Okay. Uh, All right, forget it. Maybe I'll just change my mind back again next week. That's how I'm mad at Matt right now, <laughs> as you guys know. I know. I, I agreed though. I agreed with you last week when you were saying that. I'm like, yeah. You're like, I'm so mad. I love him. I know. And I feel like Julie, obviously, while she deserves better, it's Matt, and like. Julie fucked up a couple of times. She did. Matt's allowed to have his no, mess yeah, up too. That. Yeah. So maybe she can see. The way see he it. went about it was right. wrong. Like he could have called her way Exactly. Sooner. And I don't think she needs to figure that out right now when she's only 17 years old. Like she has her whole life to be like, hey, Matt, you know, I thought about it when I'm 21, 22, 23, 24, 30. <laughs> hey, I thought about it. We're good. Right. <laughs> like we could be together now. But 17, you're just like, you're just figuring, oh, sorry, you're just figuring out exactly what you're doing with your life. If yeah. that, I mean, if you're lucky. So, yeah, I don't think he's going to convince her to go back to sh- go to Chicago with him. I think it will do her some good to do a habitat for you. Like, that's just when we think about Julie, she's like, I don't know, like a little crunchy, a little like cool. 
And I feel like Habitat for Humanity would be like fitting for her. Yeah. That's all, you know, maybe college is not for everyone. Doesn't she doesn't have to go to college to be something. (laughs) She doesn't have to go to Boston. Doesn't have to go anywhere. Right. Remember when her and Tammy went there? But that Habitat for Humanity, is that guy going to be there too? Or is he somewhere else? He's on the island, right? Okay. (laughs) But he's not. He's not coming back. Ryan. Uh, I think oh, yeah, I know we're always like psycho Derek. So she wasn't I don't think if I'm right about Julia I don't think she would be the type to follow a boy anywhere she's very independent and so even if Ryan was like hey I'm gonna be there too she'd be like okay I'm going for me anyway same thing with Matt is what I'm hopeful for I think they just had the conversation like he's gonna go obviously she was sad when they broke up or whatever but he could have said something like I don't know what's gonna happen you know, but like, I still mm-hmm. love you. You know how they were talking about they still love each other. He's like, I'm, I think I just need a few weeks to clear my head, try to settle in, to, like, just oh, have the conversation. Said, just have the conversation. All he had to say is, I'm going to settle. I'll call you when I'm ready. Just the conversation, not just surprise her out of the blue. And hey, so uh, I got an apartment and uh, I'm like, yeah, oh, how are you? What do you mean? How am I? You just left me. Do you think? because he was he's so young that he doesn't he didn't know the words after grieving like i just don't know how to say these things so i'm just gonna leave and not have to say them because yeah. i feel like if i say them i might even mess it up a letter yeah right like a text maybe until text. now like maybe like truly until now he felt like oh my god i actually know how i feel and I want to reevaluate things and I should reach out to Julie, right? Like I love her and she loves me. So I'm going to try it out. Not realizing like, oh, me grieving, which is obviously yeah. he's very allowed to do, messed up how I treated gonna, her. He, that's all you have to yeah. do. Just and leave her letter and be like, I don't know how I feel right now. I'm still, you know, upset about my father. I don't want to say the wrong words, right. whatever. It didn't matter what he said as long as he told her he was going to need some space to figure out what he was going to do with his life, but he still loved her and he would reach out when he could because it was very Mm -hmm. heartbreaking for her to go into his grandma's house and find out that he talked to them literally the day after. Yeah, Yeah. right. Like, oh, I'm all settled, got an apartment. He's in Chicago. We talked to him. Yeah, Like that was, that blindsided her. So that's why I'm like, yeah, she should have the right to be mad at him. Yeah. Thank you, Lisa. So glad you're back. Will, he wants to know, if you were to be arrested, what outfit would you want to get your mug shots in? Please include at least two accessories and a color scheme. I would go with something from a Wes Anderson film like this. And he included uh, a picture of Bill Murray from the Royal Tenenbaums. So, Vic, what outfit are you wearing in oh your mug shot? What's your color scheme and accessories? Um... It can go two ways. It can be just like looking very like, oh, I'm very innocent, you know, I'm very professional wearing like a blazer, you know, very, or it could be very innocent and just wear like a t-shirt with a little headband that makes me look younger and be like, I don't belong in this prison. You obviously got the wrong person. That's cute. <laughs> I like the thought behind that. Yeah. Yeah. She thought, she thought it this through. I like it. <laughs> what would you do? Uh, I'm thinking I would, well, glasses, I'm going to count that as one accessory. And I like the idea of a headband or like pearl hoops. Mm. Doing like pearl hoops and I'm going to do like a very like neutral toned, probably honestly just like a black t-shirt. Fitted, crop, 
black yeah. t-shirt, pearl hoops, glasses. Yeah. So That's pretty so much hard. how I look every day. <laughs> yeah. I feel like something neutral. And I feel like it, you don't really see much of the outfit though no. in the head, in the mug shot. No. But I obviously be in full beat, full glam. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just maybe like a cool slick like middle part bun. Ooh, yes. With like just looking edgy. But edgy. then again, maybe that would not work in my favor. Oh, scream, so. you're innocent. <laughs> I know. But my face says I'm in this. <laughs> I, won't make face. A har- I won't make a harsh face. Makes you look younger. It's so funny. The headband. I like that. That's good. See, I honestly, when I read that, I was like, ooh, this could be fun. I was like, I'm going to wear like a, like a you know, <laughs> glittery top. But then it's like, no, you're trying to get off. Like yeah. you said, Vic. Vic thought about this. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Will. Thank you, everyone, for your questions. What was everybody's favorite quote? Vic, what did um, you like from this episode? I liked when uh, <laughs> when Billy was telling uh, if he's ready, and he's like, I've been waiting 38 hours for this. And then Billy's just like, I'm the dad. I'm the dad. And he's just like walking through the thing, like really <laughs> upset. And they're like yelling at him. He's like, I'm the dad. <laughs> I thought yeah, that was I love that whole thing. Yeah. I just had, and that's my baby trying to claw its way out. <laughs> I didn't know babies clawed their way out. It. 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 Claw it. it. And she, then he's like, he, she, and Tim's like, it. it. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it. Uh. Uh, sticking with the Reagans, I have Mindy yelling, I don't care about your pants. <laughs> <laughs> he's never wearing any pants. Oh, isn't that damn banana hammock? He's wearing a jacket. That's what was funny. I know. Like, where are the pants? Where are the pants? Uh, Coach's Corner. Vic, what do you have? I thought the fact that Eric stepped out with Julie and saw his car vandalized and yet still took the time and looked at Julie and said, I want you to be easy on your mom this week because she's going through a hard time. I'm like, yeah, not even addressing what's happening to his car. She's like, are you sure? He goes, no, I got it. And But he's like, Tammy, that's all he's focused on. I love that. I love that too. I actually had Julie overall, kind of just like, all right, I'll be there to make you dinner. Can I do anything for you? Like, not even being her typical teenage self, where she's kind of like blowing up that they're not talking to her. She's just like taking it in. She's like, "Mm, okay. I mean, she very well might blow up next week. Like, hey, you guys are not talking to me. How do you think I'm supposed to feel? Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Every time I saw her on screen, yeah. she was like, oh. she for oh, once like, like didn't roll her eyes. So I feel like it was a step up in the right direction. <laughs> and she's trying to help out. So I felt like she was doing good there. I what did she make for dinner? Different. It was back and cheese, and cheese, right? That's what it was, right? Okay. Yeah. It looked good. It. Yeah. It I wouldn't complain really about that. Like cheesy and creamy. I chose Jess for giving Landry the iPod mm-hmm. with just the crowd noise (laughs) yeah it was really sweet and her that was like her trying to be a coach like i believe in you you can do this you're right exactly (laughs) and she's like what's wrong with you guys have never done this before yeah and they're all like making fun of landry like "Ooh, i want to be in your shoes he's like yeah you guys are jealous (laughs) i have such a hot girlfriend Okay, mvp and shittiest vic we'll start with you who'd you choose for your mvp 
Tammy for handling it with grace, but I gave it to Landry for giving just the bike. I thought that was the sweetest yes. gesture. I um I picked coach actually. Did you as well? No, I chose Tim, but we had votes for a lot of votes for Mindy for giving birth, uh, Jess and Vince. So uh, so many different wow. choices, but I chose Tim. Yeah, just for being there for Billy and Billy, Billy, go be a dad. <laughs> go be a dad. Aww. But you chose Coach. Yeah, I just yeah, I really. I liked I liked him for the first time in a long time. I feel mm-hmm. like this, you know. I <laughs> he has definitely has his moments in each season, but I wouldn't overall say he's like my favorite character. Right. But in this episode, I really just liked how he handled himself, handled his team, handled the sports. What are they? What was he called? The. Uh, the board? Yeah, I, not the board, but like the guy who's deciding where they could the do... Director? The director? I guess the sports so. Director? But he's like, actually, to be fair, I've had, you know, threats at my house, blah, blah, blah. And like, just the way he stood up, he's like, no, this is actually a bigger issue than you're making it seem. Yeah. So I like that. Oh, because he said it's just a football game? Yeah, it's just a football game. Yeah. Shittiest. Vic, who'd you pick? Well, obviously I said McCoy. Yeah, across the board, it was McCoy, the Panthers. Yeah, P- Panthers. Yeah. Ugh. Even Wade. Oh, if it's one of my players. It is your players, and you know like, it even is. to have the sheriff be like, oh, we're checking out all the trucks because they nobody has the size tires on the team. Yeah. Mm. And uh, what's the same? Buddy is like, you know who it is. You know who it is. <laughs> we know who it is. Like, we know. Yeah. Uh, let's go into a booster of the week list. Who's our lion booster? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. Our booster is Gwen. Gwen. Wow. What a throwback. When Michelle and I saw Gwen come through on Patreon, I was blown away. We were so excited, squealed like little girls. Because Gwen was with us since Treehill Talk. Yep. And then she disappeared, which is cool. You know, the content doesn't fit you, whatever. And now she's like, no, actually, I'm going back and listening to your podcast. And she joined Patreon again. So we just wanted to shout her out and say we've missed you. Your energy is so welcomed in the chat of like the Gwen energy. So we were so excited to have you back. So thank you. I've seen much. her on Discord a lot. I like yeah. She's all her. over it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that made my that that was the best part of my day. Yeah, because I feel like joined. you know, she doesn't know maybe some of our like newer patrons, right? Like the next tier, the next generation, if you will. So it's like it's sweet to see like our newbies and our oldies mm-hmm. and everyone just kind of get together, and I just love it. I know. Thanks, Gwen. Okay, so an emoji for this episode. Oh, crap. Baby boy. Okay, yeah. Good one. Dude, what do you think, Vic? I think it's a good <laughs> little, choice. Little Stevie Hannibal Briggins. Yeah. Stevie What's Hannibal with that name, Vic? Briggins. What's with Hannibal. Hannibal? I mean, Steven. I didn't even think it would. I thought he was going to name him Billy, too, you know? But right. Steven, I wasn't expecting. But Hannibal, I have no idea where he came up with that. I kept thinking, yeah. oh, he's going to name it Tim. Why? Timmy, too. Timmy, too. That would have been cute. That would have been so cute. But just, I just felt like 
I don't know, with baby naming some stuff, you can get like really sentimental and name after people or for people or whatever. And so I don't know why I was expecting it to be after someone I knew. Yeah. Because you can obviously a kid should have an original name if that's what oh, yeah, the parents want. But I was like, oh, they didn't name the baby Tim? Like, I don't know why my brain you went there. You think Mins would have went for that though? No. 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 To I'm going to name some- Tyra. I'm going to do some research and see if I can find anything about little Hannibal. The name? Yeah. 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 I didn't get to listen to Clear Eyes, Full Hearts of this episode yet. They might talk about it. I don't know how they wouldn't. Right. How do you not? Like Derek and Stacey are 100% going to talk about right. this name. So I will report back next week. But what you can do with that little baby emoji is you can stick it in an Apple podcast review if you're enjoying the podcast and you haven't already please head over to apple podcast rate us five stars just put in that little baby emoji like and just title it stephen hannibal riggins yeah there you go we've made it to stephen hannibal that's it that's all you have to write or if you don't want to spoil you can just be like shr we'll know what it means and then put that baby emoji. (laughs) we would so appreciate that and also we so appreciate when you just drop those emojis in the discord and email on dms and on instagram makes us we happy love it. we know you're listening so thank you so much all right let's see ready for the finale title we're also live next week i was just week. gonna say aren't we live next we week? we are live next <gasps> week yay so patrons <laughs> can join us for our live episode but next week's title season four episode 13 i cannot believe we're here thanksgiving oh okay yeah there is more than one way to skin a cat Preparation, 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 preparation. Coach Taylor. <laughs> huh. Hmm. Okay. Skin while you think. Cat. <laughs> so Kate, she writes, I'll weigh in as a newbie with my predictions for the Lion Panther face off. I think that the Lions are going to beat the Panthers. So many of the characters have dealt with so much heavy shit this season. I think that they and we are due for a victory mm-hmm. to end this season on a high note. Maybe Landry will kick a field goal for the win. Love that idea. Love it. Yeah. I. <laughs> there you go. I I've predicted that they will win, but is again is that predictable? I don't know. Will we go a different route? And I don't know. Maybe they have to like for some reason like crazy like forfeit, forfeit the game and they have to like stop the game and like no there's no winner I don't know something bizarre I'm just going off on a tangent but what I obviously would like to see is the Lions kick the Panthers ass we JD McCoy gets kicked in the face oh my <laughs> rubs I would love a football a football to his face football right into his face um and hell yeah let's get Landry that field goal kick and just down the the field football yeah (laughs) um yeah sports uh but and vince is a huge player too so Mm -hmm. i'm sure this whole thing this is gonna be weighing on him but maybe he'll get like a little smoochy from jess and he'll be like amped up okay pump it up and then thanksgiving and then thanksgiving happens and then maybe all of our fams will get together ella a la Gossip Girl style, like everyone comes to the one dinner table. Mm-hmm. I would love that because I feel like we don't really see all of the characters in the same spot. Yeah, just at weddings or pancake breakfast or games. Right, which we haven't done games. in a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. 
Where do you see them getting together? Coach, Coach and Tammy. Unless, I'm trying to think of who has like a big enough house for everyone. That Well, r- the rigs aren't going to be there. Come on. They can't go to Thanksgiving. Why? Because they're going to be in jail. <laughs> Are they oh. going to be having turkey in jail? <laughs> they're probably going to, yeah, they're probably going to give them nasty turkey in jail. Okay. Gonna right. oh, be a Christmas miracle, and the boys like get out, and they have Thanksgiving with Mins. Be a fucking cop out, but whatever. We'll see. I mean, obviously, I don't want them to go to jail, but they obviously also have to atone for the sins. Yes. Okay. You know? All right. We'll see. But I love Thanksgiving episodes. Me too. Because we haven't really had holidays. We never have holidays no. on the show ever. No. No. Usually the season's done. We don't even get there. Yeah, I feel like while it's never felt repetitive, we've never had like anything different. It's so true. <laughs> From beginning to end, like the entire show is like football, football, school, school, football, school, football, school. We coach had a little daddy, bit of summer. Coach. We had a little bit of summer. You're, you're oh, right. We had a little that, summer. My husband. If my husband were to watch the show, he'd say the same thing. He'd be like, so what's the point of this show? Because every episode we watch, they have a football game where they have football uh-huh. practice. Mm-hmm. And then you see the students in high school and they go back. He used to make fun of Sons of Anarchy. They have problems. They do this. And then they ride off to the sunset. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Sons of Anarchy (laughs) was similar in that regard where, you know, a lot of it was the family. It's family drama. It's a family drama show. In reality, that's what it is. So you're centered around the drama and like the location is not really relevant. But in this part, it's a character in itself. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, it That's makes like, sense so as repetitive. to why we do it. Yeah, it is repetitive, but it also doesn't feel tiring. The only thing I'm tired of is this Becky Tim thing. I'm so tired of it. Will it be done next week? I sure hope so. Let's like uh, Becky go off to college. Well, <laughs> She's 16. It's not time yet. Let Tim leave. No Tim, go- bought, no, Tim got his property. They both have to go to jail, right? As you're right. predicting. Right. So does that mean Becky's done? Because there yeah, there you go. Right. She doesn't like the con. Yeah. What was that, Vic? Surprise when when you're surprised, Liz, when she said I love you. I in reality I'm not surprised, but I also am like, why now? Why did we have to say I, I was surprised as to why it. right, like why at that point did she feel like it was necessary to say it? It was not necessary. No. He shut her down so many times already. Yeah, so how did like, you feel about how he said we can't do this? Like, you need to stop. You need to stop keep telling me stuff like this like we can't be doing right it. like you right. you need to stop coming up to me all the time like that i feel like he didn't i while he was being assertive he wasn't like putting his foot down i feel like he'd still allowed her to like have an an open book like oh okay we can't do this but doesn't mean you don't still like it like i don't know it just rubbed me because the wrong way he said we can't do this as we can't even be friends because you're gonna keep doing this right that's true that's true he said it in the tim riggins way of like we can't do this. Uh, whatever. Because cool. he never wants to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah. And we know. That's why I said he needs to set boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. We know he cares for Becky. It's just like, say the words following, I see you like a sister. You are family. Right. Like, I love you like it's a sister. Just like Matt. Just like Matt. Open your mouth and say, hey, right. Becky, I really care about you, but it's Not never going to go way. beyond friendship. Right. You know, very simple. I love you like a sister. You're your family to me. But yep. That's never all, any other way. That's all he's got to say. And then check. Right. That's it. And he's never said I love you to anyone but Lila. Like True. that was his thing. Right. That was his relationship, like his first 
everything. He did love her. He did. And he I still her. think he does. Mm-hmm. I think that's when he realized um, maybe he can actually be someone's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And he can be right. a little bit more mature and find the right woman and be with her then. You right. know, not Lila. I never thought Lila was his. I don't think it was either. And while I liked it for a time, I never thought it was going to go the distance. Yeah. She just helped him become a better guy and realize that he does have the potential to be an amazing boyfriend. Yes. She was a perfect first girlfriend for him. Mm-hmm. Well, she wasn't the first girlfriend because he right. dated Tyra. Right. But do you? he treated her like shit. And right. she probably treated him like shit like, too. Yeah. Like she the- was the, the first step. I guess, what is it? A step towards... The right direction, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure he didn't love Tyra, like, would say it like he had. He didn't appreciate her, like he didn't even. No, he didn't respect like, her. They didn't no. even have, yeah, they didn't even have like an actual relationship to, you know, the way he had with Lila to like grow deeper into. Right. Yeah. Maybe if he gave it a chance, it would have been different. But yeah, they both treated each other like dirt because whenever she got mad at him, she go flirt with Smash just to piss him mm-hmm. off. Yeah. That's so weird. Remember that. I miss Smash. I love Smash. I know. Hope you're doing well. Okay, last but not least, we have Will's football poetry corner. Getting a push. When a lineman gets a push, they take control of the momentum of the line of scrimmage. The Panthers and the Lions push each other by messing with others' field, while Vince's morality and judgment are pushed to the extreme. Mindy did some pushing of her own, and now we have another Riggins in the house. Another boy. Beautiful as always, Will. Yeah. He's so creative. So good. Every time. He's so good. I can't believe we have another boy. All this testosterone. Minz is going to lose her mind. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Another little Riggins boy. Another Riggo. Riggo. Love it. Steve-O Riggo. Steve-O (laughs) Riggo. It works so well. It sure does. Well, thank you, Vic, so much for joining us and being here. We appreciate Matt, you. Thanks to you guys. And thank you for being a loyal buddy. It means the world to us. Yes. Showing up. I, I love when they show up in their swag. Yeah. <laughs> like, Makes it us feel good. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. I also Representing. cannot. Yeah. I also cannot believe we have the finale next week. I know. The time flew. What the heck? It's because this season, these seasons are like seasons now where I they're know. super I know, short. I know. I know. I Which know. I kind of appreciate. And I'm so happy you're live next week. So Yes. Yeah. And we're straight when through. When you said that, I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. And then the, after that, the week after, we'll be starting season five. Yeah. So you have us ah. the entire summer, which is super exciting. If you want to be part of the show, send us an email, talkintexasforever at gmail.com. If you have season four finale thoughts, send them our way. We will read them live on air. Uh, Vic, thank you so much as always. Really appreciate you. Thank, you. Thank you everyone for listening, downloading, sending your questions and comments. Come back next week for the finale when we discuss Thanksgiving. I'm hungry. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at talkingtexasforever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora.